Last time on Cursebreaker. We gave a terse goodbye to Snack's unreasonably callous father and made our way to the door of markings. Beyond the door, we found a warm, cozy hollow full of cave moss and volcanic hot springs and took one hell of a long rest. When we awoke, we pressed on to the mountain caldera and tried to formulate a plan, but we were ambushed by an old friend. Law spotted us from the edge of the caldera and made way too much noise. In a flash, the dragon was upon us, bathing the party in billowing flames. I don't know how this is going to turn out. I love you guys. Oh. Rip. We had left off on only a few moments ago, uh, Holly, uh, polymorphed as a mouse, had just entered the chamber where Joe is hiding out behind his little protective force field. Inside that chamber, you see a large stone sarcophagus. There's a bunch of like alchemy tools and equipment. Uh, you see Joe, who looks very distracted as he is mind-controlling Vixie from across the way. Uh, however, Holly, that is the end of your turn. Uh, that brings us to the kobolds, which have all been incinerated. Oh. Which brings us to snack. That's fucked up. I okay. Um, <laughs> Those were his brothers and sisters. Yeah. So, dragons bearing down on me. Hold on a sec, guys. I lost the dragon's current HP. Oh, he, oh I think it was like five. He might it just have to go back like to full. Five in. No, <laughs> it was bloodied. You said he was. It was bloodied. past bloodied. Definitely bloodied. Yeah. Uh, Vixie is on the stairway that you came in from, kind of blocking the way you came from. Mm. It kind of flew over and past all of you. Mm. I don't want to spend a action, but can I glance at Emery and the unicorn? Yeah. Do they look dead? Neither of them look dead. You can't tell if Emery's going to get back up or not. Okay. The unicorn is trying to get back up. Mm. I'll steal my resolve and I'm just going to raise my hand up, shoot Eldritch Blast at the dragon. Okay. 16. <clears throat> Does not hit. 25. Hits. All right. All right. 22. Yep. All right. Two hits. Okay. We're doing this all radiant energy. Wow. 20 damage. And I will use a bonus action mm-hmm. to cast my cool fly ability. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I can move 60 feet within my movement because I get, had like the racing stripes added. Yeah, that should actually quadruple your fly speed. Wow. So it would be 120. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to risk the attack of opportunity and try to fly about uh, just over the water, okay. I think. Oh, yeah. Just out and over the water. Okay. All right, yeah, he's going to take that opportunity attack. Okay. Um, I'll make that a claw attack as he reaches out as you fly away. 27 to hit? Uh, yeah. All right. 14 slashing damage. Okay. You still up? Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, Bert. <laughs> no, no worries. I got this. Uh, everybody, all right, everybody's out. <laughs> Okay, I'm flying over the water, ready to blast more. Okay. End of turn. That brings us to Emery, is going to uh, stand up again. Uh, He is barely hanging on. He looks around, does not see Snack. Uh, He sees Bert. Bert, you can see him shirtless after having been scorched. (laughs) 
the unicorn is just getting back to its feet, but Emery's not going to burden it again. Instead, he picks up his longsword off the ground and points it at Vixie. And uh, you can see there's like blood racing down Emery's arms and the, the curse is taking full control. His eyes just go this like fiery yellow and start spitting out little sparks that bounce off the ground. And he charges Vixie for a fatal swing. You know what? I'll take it. Is that not 20? Yeah. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> All right. Emery did pretty good for you guys. Yay, Emery! Finally, pulling his weight. A solid hit. Not as good as he possibly could have done. Uh, but, Bert, you see him uh, kind of catch some sort of resistance as he drags his sword through the air. And almost like uh, striking uh, flint with a knife, you see it start to gather all of these yellow sparks. And then he breaks through that resistance and cuts into Vixie's belly. Oh. That is a uh, 23 combo radiant and slashing damage. Damn. Uh, not a bad hit from Emery. My man. Um, he is uh, breathing heavily and he looks down at you after the dragon does not fall over. And he just says, what do you got? Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That brings us to Vixie. I don't like that. Bert, you feel a moment's reprieve as Vixi tilts his head back and kind of backs away from you and Emery. And you can see him kind of aim his face down towards the ground. And then you can see the flames start to spark between his teeth. And it unleashes a second flame breath on you and Emery and the unicorn. Not the unicorn. <laughs> um, is your book still up, though? That's with uh, Tibio. Tibio. Emery's going to die. All right, uh, Bert, I need a dex save from you. That's a 12. Can we double it? Um, Uli and Tibio, you were focused on Joe for just a second, thinking that you could stop this before it got any worse, and then you start to hear it again, that same, almost like a whisper that grows into a roar from the other side of the room, and the dragon is flying back towards your side, sweeping this bridge with flames again. You can see Snack just barely escaping. I push Tibio prone and I climb on top of him. Okay. Because I am fire resistant. Yeah. I thought we're on the other side. I thought it was going the other he, direction. Yeah. He fly big. He does fly big. Um, he, uh, he runs out of flame before he gets to your side and he touches back down on the bridge uh, coming towards you and Tibio. Um, so you don't suffer the flames okay. during the sweep, uh, but he is coming for you. Let's do some damage. To who? To the two people okay. who are fighting the dragon. That is uh, 63 fire damage. Uh, 32 resistant? Yeah. Uh, 31. 31. Yeah, oh. round down. <laughs> <laughs> How's Bird doing? <laughs> Bird's still up. Wow. What? Impressive. All right. Holy shit. Okay. I mean, with, with without fire resistance, I would definitely be dead. Yeah. yeah. The dragon sets back down on the bridge with a thud, and uh, you can all see, like, stone crumbling away from where he lands. Uh, Bert is still standing, um, having, like, shielded himself as best he could from the flames. Uh, Emery, you see, is on the ground, and you can see some pretty substantial burns on his back. Uh, the uh, unicorn has been roasted thoroughly. Its mane is completely burned and it's lying half off the bridge. No. Oh, sad. Uh, no, no response to Emery. But the unicorn. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm, extremely, I'm extremely worried about Emery, but I am all the way over here. Bert uses both hands to extinguish flames on the side of his mustache. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
If it's a summon unicorn, is it a real unicorn? No. Uh, at that damage, you see it kind of uh, turn to ethereal white flower petals and drift away. There is a school of thought that that is a real unicorn. So. I don't want your school of thought. That was taken from its natural out. home no. and then murdered. Shut up. Uh, we are back to the top of the round with Tibio. Hey, that's me. C'est moi. Um, yeah, I'm going to gently push Uli off of me <laughs> and stand. Mm-hmm. Um, and how close am I to the door? Um, not far, actually. I think you guys were like partway up the stairs. So you could get there in the course of this turn. Okay. And do something. Mm-hmm. The ward that is on the doorway, mm-hmm. do I know that I wouldn't be able to get through it with Misty Step? Is that pretty clear from the I, magic? Or I it- expressed that there's some weird magic stuff going on with the ward. Uh, make a uh, perception check, Tibio. Okay. Make an inception check. <laughs> 16? Okay. Um, I don't remember the languages you speak, but there is an inscription on the archway uh, across the top. What language is it in? Giant. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Bert, Bert was the only one who could read that. I do know that. Um, okay, so what I'm going to do is the dragon within 120 feet of me. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> I am going to cast magic missile mm-hmm. at a fifth level. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to cast, cast it at the dragon with all of my might. Okay. Oof. 21 damage. Okay. Force damage. And then I'm going to... Okay. Um, I'm just going to shout through the doorway as best I can and also telepathy. Mm -hmm. Joe, we know how to beat him. We can beat him together. You must stop this. We can beat Moja. And then I'm going to communicate to Holly, like, tell him if he can't hear me. Oh, sure, yeah. (laughs) Holly, you're able to hear that as well, so you can hear through that ward. Okay. Joe does register that. Can I respond or do I have to wait to my turn? Uh, Yeah, go ahead. We can hear you. In telepathy. Back. Okay. okay. <laughs> but it's, she's a mouse now. So. Tibio like spreads out his fingers or his bone fingers and uh, from each <laughs> fingertip launches uh, a magic missile and then two fingers in the other hand. Um, <laughs> they all pelt into Vixie's face. Uh, the first little volley uh, just kind of hits him like around his eyes and mouth and you see him shake his head and kind of try to shy away from them. It almost stops his progress across the bridge. And then the last couple that fly out kind of converge and they tear a small hole in his wing and he stops and puts a a strong claw down on the bridge and you just hear him. Uh, Next up we got Bert, who is alive. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Smoke coming out of your mouth, mustache singed. All right. Um... What does that breath attack look like? Is it like moving across the bridge? Yeah, that? so it's like a conical gout of flame that he drew like roughly halfway across the bridge and then settled back about 100 feet from Okay, Tibion, so really. I'm still in range if I... Uh, no, it's like 400 feet away from you at 400 this point. 400 feet? Yeah, yeah. Both times I've just bullshitted the fly speed on the fire breath. Uh, yeah. So I can't even attack it? Uh, yes, because I put it in range of Tibio's magic missile. That's right. I'm probably bringing, bringing Emery up then. Okay. Uh, Emery is in bad shape. Mm-hmm. He just barely survived those last couple hits, and then the flame breath came on top of that. Yeah. You see his chest is, like, heaving, and you can see actual smoke coming out of his mouth when he's breathing. His lips are, like, crispy. Uh, you can see most of his hair, again, is burned away. Uh, there's really 
just a blurred kind of seam between the burns he got from Uli and the burns he got from this dragon. Emery is really, really dying. So much so that you see his curse begin to peel away from him, recognizing that his host is no longer fit. What do you do? Uh, I want to do a medicine check to see, I, I guess I want to know, how much healing he needs to get back on his feet. Okay. I got a natural 20. Whoa. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll say if uh, Emery, Emery's perfect day would be a 42 out of 42. <laughs> okay. Good to know. <laughs> but he's making death saves now. Uh, we'll say he has one death save to make. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no. I'm just going to use <laughs> a third level healing word on him. Okay. By the laws of the game, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, kind of weird, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Bert, before you tell me those numbers. Yep. The curse has almost left Emery, and Emery is not quite dead. Hmm. If you waited a little while longer, you might be able to heal Emery after the curse leaves. Hmm. But then what's that curse doing? And he was so cool just a second ago. It seems too risky. What would the Bert who can rewrite time and space feel? <laughs> Put yourself in Bert's if mind. I could turn time. <laughs> Bert thinks that Emery, by his own words, seems to have made peace with the curse that was there. And he remembers the time in Holly's house where trying to rip it out of him literally almost killed him. So Bert's just going to heal him. Okay. All right. What was the healing on uh, that? Healing 10 word? hit points. Okay. Um, you see Emery give another big cough, another gout of black smoke comes out of his mouth, and then uh, he kind of like rolls over, and you can see a few of his burns are instantly kind of shiny and healed. Um, and then he begins to like roll onto his arms and knees so he can stand up, but albeit slowly. Hey, we need one more big hit from you, big guy. <laughs> Let's uh, go. And I'm going to run toward the dragon, I guess. Okay. Yeah, he uh, looks up at you and gives you this incredulous, like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, have I not <laughs> done enough for you? Mm. Oh, actually, with my bonus action, or no, that was my bonus action. I would like to drink that healing potion <laughs> for the other one. 44 plus four. Yep. 15. Nice. Double digits, baby. <laughs> Uh, despite all that, you do hear a sword slide against the ground as Emery picks it up and begins running with you back along the other side of the bridge. Uh, he's down to, like, trousers, pretty much, like undershorts. Mm. <laughs> Just, like, tattered pants. He's got the Hulk outfit. Yeah. Uh, next up is Uli and then Holly. Okay. Um, talking is a free action. Mm-hmm. Is yelling a free action? Yeah. <laughs> is yelling someone's name a free action? Yes. <laughs> I was going to yell at the dragon. Oh, okay. <laughs> we never tried scolding it. <laughs> Leave it. Yeah. Leave it. <laughs> but for my action, I also wanted to try and like manipulate the ward on the door. Okay. I don't know if I can do that. I'm just assuming I can. Yeah. Let's resolve the dragon first. Okay. Bakshi! I'm just going to keep yelling at it. 
stop fighting. And I'm going to try and read it. Surface thoughts. Yeah. I think wherever you are uh, in this room, you can hear Uli shouting Vixie over and over again. <laughs> and like, you're all like, yeah, I know. Like he's coming. <laughs> he's here. Like, Uli, calm down. <laughs> and then, uh, then you do get uh, Vixie's surface thoughts now for the second time. Um, the second time. Yeah. Bert did it earlier. I just, I want to like get a feel for what he's afraid of and like try and talk to him. Okay. You hear, I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I am under the influence of someone. One of them is controlling me. I knew it. <clears throat> oh, well, Bert's still at the back. I'm going to need to deal with him eventually. And Uli and Tibio are going to break through at Fiction. some point. Fiction. <laughs> Who is it? Is it that one? It's Joe. Yelling at me. It's her. I it's Joe. must destroy her. <laughs> All right. And, and the then I'm going to like turn. bang on the ward and like try and Wacky like. waving arm flailing yeah. inflatable tube man <laughs> against the ward. <laughs> I'm going to just try and like ha- grab onto the magic and like yeah. yank. <laughs> give, me a, give me a spell attack against okay. that ward. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. 13. Okay. Um, Wait. Can I use... My bless on that? I still have Attack roll or saving throw. Yeah. What's Bard's bow? D6. A D6. Well, I want to do yeah, that. Yeah, bless is D4. Yeah. 17? Okay. Hmm. Um, yeah, you all see Uli like banging on the ward and then she just like starts grabbing it as if there's anything to grab. Like she grabs a flat surface and then just starts like pulling it away like taffy and you see it like like rebound and kind of like shudder. And then you do see her like stick her fingers into it and just pull it side to side. And you can see part of this ward just like a literal hole yes. being ripped in the ward. Um, Uli, you can feel it's rapidly trying to close behind you. You can step through or you can let somebody else through. But you can't destroy the ward entirely. I should talk to him. Okay, you go. But I have to wait till my turn? We'll say Uli's holding it when your turn comes around. Okay. Um, I've got like a foot shoved in there. It happens so fast. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Uli's Uh, breaking through the AT field. (laughs) Uh, Holly, it is on you as a mouse in the chamber. (laughs) Is that the very tiniest monkey? (laughs) It's Holly freaking out as a mouse. (laughs) It was very monkey. It was very cute. <laughs> um, okay. Holly needs to investigate this room really quickly um, to see, to assess the situation of the best course of action. Is Joe, like, not present? Joe is not seeing, like, what's going on in this room. Because he's putting all his energy to, to controlling the dragon. Yep. Okay. And you said there's a large stone tomb? Yeah. It's like a like giant a- box. A giant, like, refrigerator. Ancient freezer. coffin. Is it open? It's not open. You see some like familiar markings to like the door of markings and that mm. little shrine that you saw earlier. It's the tomb of the guy. Yeah. Okay, got the it. The tomb of the guy. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to telepathy um, to Tibio and say, I think the dead architect is in this room. This is his grave. Oh. I think you need to do something with that when you get here. I don't think I can open the gate, but I think Uli's on it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good to know. Over and out. Okay. Um, <laughs> Copy. <laughs> okay. Holly is going to. Can, can Sal pop out of my mouse body? Yep. 
Great. So weird. <laughs> All right. Because he's in with me, yeah. I guess, or whatever. We'll say he was in my pack of holding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Can you draw that? Yeah, I was thinking. Oh my yeah. God. Just like a giant cat coming out, <laughs> of, a out of a tiny mouse. mouse. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, Sal pops off Holly, and um, I'm going to have Sal get on Joe. And is he sitting in chairs? Is he standing? Like, can Sal like jump on top of his head and scratch his eyeballs out? That's um, kind of my vision. <laughs> yeah, Joe is standing quite close to the ward, so he can have a good view of the room out there if he mm. needed to. Um, so, so you see the giant hole? <laughs> no, he he doesn't register anything that's in front of him oh, or anything nice. that's in this room. Yeah, he's he's looking at it from the other side. That's very convenient. Although we've established Sal does not do damage, we'll say he's distracting enough. Uh, to break Joe from what he's doing. Um, so Sal just kind of like climbs all over Joe and like kind of like sits on his head or like gets his little claws in his clothes and climbs him. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Joe kind of like breaks his concentration. You see him like shake his head side to side. And then Joe sees Sal and you hear Joe just go, Sal, what in the hell are you doing? And he like grabs it by the scruff of the neck and throws it to the ground. And you see like Sal hit the ground, shatter into two cats. And they both just like, like start witching and sprints out of the ward. Uh, you can tell that the ward goes one way, but not the other. I forgot he knew him. Okay. That's why you let her do it. <laughs> <laughs> From behind Joe, mm-hmm. uh, after that all happens, Holly is going to polymorph into Holly. Okay. And then she's going to ca- cast Sunbeam at Holly Joe's morph. back. She's going to Hollymorph. <laughs> <laughs> hey, asshole. Why don't you take some of your own medicine for once? And Holly just <laughs> crystal sunbeams him. He is spinning around <laughs> in a giant whirl, his robe flapping up beneath him. And he looks at you and says, I take my own medicine all the time. And <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of my thing. <laughs> and uh, is it a save for the sunbeam? Constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, that would be a 12 for the constitution save. Yeah, it fails. Okay. That fails, sorry. <clears throat> that constitution save fails. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you said, this is bad. You said he was standing in front of the entryway. Yeah. Right in front of Uli. Mm-hmm. And TBO. Sick, 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 sick. Sick, sick, sick. I mean, you could be at an angle. You don't need to be right behind him. Is the dragon within 60 feet of this opening? Okay, then I'm going to stand at an angle, not right, right behind him, so I don't sunbeam Uli and uh, Tibio Mm -hmm. in the doorway. Would it come out the ward? Well, you're holding it open. It's a one-way ward. It would be right in the face. All right. (laughs) Yep. I guess, I don't know. I mean, it still hurt you, but it's radiant damage. Okay, um, it is going to be 31 radiant damage. Okay. And they are blinded. Interesting. Well, Holly, I'll tell you what. Most people are blinded when they're unconscious. So. <laughs> yes! Woo! Yeah, Joe is not special. <laughs> Joe, you dumb. This is oh, bad. That. Is it bad? Because now it's just Vixie. Yeah, the thing that Bert has been saying like a bunch of times yeah, I thought we were in not the previous gonna... episodes. The, the dragon that is no longer controlled and is just paranoid. And is going to kill us. Yeah. Joe, we could reason with theoretically. And... Vixie, we defo Uli, can't. Uli, you know that Vixie just concluded that you're the one doing all this. Why would it be me? Because you're right there. Just yelling, like you're shouting at you're shouting 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 it's name. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now that Joe's unconscious, I'm just holding a sunbeam in my hand and I can point it at anything. Okay. It doesn't do damage, but it lights up stuff. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, snack, it is now your turn. Uh, still flying over the open water uh, along the bridge near the water wheel. 
can I get within 120 feet of Vixie uh, flying? Uh, yes. Okay. Did I get any sense that uh, a spell was broken due to events I don't know as a character, but... Okay. I think Snack was definitely, like, trained on this guy the whole time. You mm-hmm. know, you don't take your eyes off this dragon, um, obviously. This guy has a name? Sorry. This is Vixie. <laughs> um, so Vixie did the flame breath, landed, and then started walking towards Tibio and Ulia as if to consume them. But then it, like, abruptly stopped and even, like, shook its head. And you saw it, like, look around the room again. You've seen it do this, like, perception check thing a couple times where it, like, takes in all the information around it. This is different. It looks like it just woke up and doesn't know where it is. All right. Snack's going to fly up close using thaumaturgy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to try to speak to Vixie. Okay. Okay. So the thaumaturgy is going to just make my voice extra boomy. Yeah. Vixie. You all hear this kind of, like ripple out from snack just like Vixie had been speaking when you first came into this caldera it grabs his attention your actions have disturbed the balance of the different flights i snack have come on behalf of the golden flight to bring justice uh you see Vixie like look around the room uh it looks towards like who it was uh advancing on it looks back at what it's done at the scorched bridge at the uh, incinerated unicorn, all the kind of scorched bodies around. Uh, it seems to be piecing together that it had been used for something. Vixie looks up at you and says, Justice! What do you mean, justice? How is this justice? I don't know where I am. I don't know who you are. Snack looks around, um, unsure and surprised that he's being spoken to. Idris has summoned me to bring you to justice for the destruction you have laid here. Destroying caravans, destroying anything coming to and from Vindor. No! What? No! I've been here! I've been... I've been sleeping so much! Your alliance with Joe has been destructive. Um, You see it kind of like look side to side and you see its claws digging into the bridge and crumbling the stone away and you hear, do not reason with this, Snack. You have been sent to annihilate. Does just Snack hear that? Yes. Okay. Um, Can I get posture on some level? Like a read on posture. Like you said he was like kind of scrambling at stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So he immediately faded into this anxious behavior where he's clutching things. And so like he's grabbing the bridge like really hard and he keeps breaking stone pieces away and like tapping his claws. And now he's looking around at what's happened here. Um, Again, he like looks over the destruction on the bridge. You know, he sees the bodies of kobolds. He sees, you know, the scorch marks and everything. He's like trying to piece together what he's done here. Snack uh, looks down at the remains of kobolds all like just covering the bridge, like dangling off, falling into the lava and the water as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks back up at Vixi and shoots three Eldritch Blasts. Nice. Okay. I'm going to intentionally miss. Oh. So I'm going to just, if I can't do, I don't know if I need to roll the miss, but no, I'm, no, no. I'm going to try to shoot and try to scare him. Okay. Yeah, you uh, you send three kind of crawling up the bridge toward him, and uh, some of the stone crumbles away. In fact, maybe you hit a support column, and he loses his footing a little bit, and he starts to back off. Uh, but he's looking up at you, and he says, How is this justice? You will be destroyed, Vixie, for what you've done. And I'm going to just 
I used all my movement, but yeah. I'm coming to get you still. Okay. <laughs> and then I just kind of move my cloak aside and brandishing my sick looking knife, which sure. for the bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think with the Eldritch Bolts on top of that, you're going to have uh, advantage on this intimidation roll in addition to the plus four. Awesome. Okay. Okay. So intimidation. Why did I never take that? <laughs> 25. Wow. Okay. Because you don't need That's it. why. <laughs> okay. Well, your charisma's plus six, right? Yeah, it's pretty high. I don't know what you need to roll to intimidate a dragon, a full-size dragon, though. What do you roll, Tim? Apparently pretty good. It could mean anything. Uh, you see uh, Vixie, like, throw his wings out as if to take flight, and he comes straight at you. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay. Vixie got a natural 20 against your intimidation. Oh, damn shoot. it. Are you guys not using real dice? <laughs> that was very close. Yeah. All right. All right. That was pretty much the only thing. That was the only roll I think yeah. I could get him out uh-huh. of that. Okay. Wow. Kind of freeze frame on that with Vixie taking off the bridge towards Snack. Uh, Emery sees the kind of um, dire situation that you're all landing into now. Uh, he doubles up his pace, uh, and he is going to throw Bert on his shoulders and take the dash action. Uh, Bert, you can <laughs> place yourself wherever you want to begin your next turn. Great. Uh, we're going to say Emery can run 300 feet in a turn. <laughs> Dang. Jesus. <laughs> My we'll name is Emery and I'm the fastest man alive. Yeah. <laughs> it took four levels on He's whatever wearing... Usain Bolt is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing Heelys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, after Emery will bring us to Vixie. Uh, after Ooh. that brief little intermission. Um, snack. Give me a contested grapple. Oh, sweet. I still get to grapple the dragon. All right. <laughs> 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 Wait, do they meet in the sky? Like, oh, we, like, yeah, I am flying. Oh, sweet. You're just this is sick. very small in comparison. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, I can Sometimes go with a plus smallest. two or a plus two. Roll the damn dice. <laughs> Natural nine. <laughs> so that's a 24 on the 11. Side. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's close. Okay. All right. Hold on. Good God. Hold on. I have something, but what do you got, Bert? A book that can rewind time. This is what I got. (laughs) But just once. Is this it? With you in his hands, uh, Snack, Vixie leans in his flight and draws a huge circle across the caldera going to the side of the magma. It is going to multi-attack you with its claws. Uh, taking advantage on these attacks. Okay, so I have to watch Snack die first. <laughs> um, hit. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably, it's going to be a hit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a, uh, a 25 and a 24. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's 22 slashing damage. Unconscious. Okay. Um, at the conclusion of that. So Bert, um, you're kind of like riding on Emery's shoulders, trying to like keep your vision steady on what's happening here. You see Vixie fly in this giant arc across the front of the room and cross over to the magma side where you can see this orange light bathing its belly. It, in the hand that it has snack in, you just see it flex and close its hand in. And then you see it do it again. And you see one of the claws like goes through part of snack. And then it does a barrel roll and throws Snack into the magma. Snack! The last thing you all see of Snack is his lamp glinting in the light, falling away from him. 
and Jeannie bursting from the lamp to chase Snack into the lava. No! And he says, God damn it, no! I don't think so, Vixie. (laughs) (laughs) Bert pulls out his book and his quill starts glowing gold, right? Yeah. And he writes, Snack, emissary of the golden dragonflight, having returned to his homeland to rid it of the red scourge Vixie, grapples the mighty dragon in one fell swoop. (laughs) (laughs) Period. Awesome. (laughs) No, exclamation points. All right. We will cut from that scene of Snack fading into the lava a la Gollum. Mm. Um, (laughs) We cut back. We are on the bridge. Snack intimidates Vixie, drawing a knife, pointing at him, telling him to get. Vixie leaps from the bridge, flies straight towards Snack, its arms outstretched. Snack, how do you grapple this thing? <laughs> Why are you making me do this? Because <laughs> I couldn't think of it. <laughs> first, Wait, is first, this technically my job or? What you got, Bert? What if it's like in like cowboy movies where the horse is running <laughs> and they grab on and they like swing oh, shit, around yeah. and yes, ride it. Oh, okay. Pull a Legolas with yes. the Oliphant. Okay, that's what's yes. happening. That's not a cowboy right. movie, I guess. <laughs> um, it's still a western. Vixie is flying towards you with, with terminal velocity, as fast as you could fly almost. It reaches you and swipes two claws, missing you entirely. It overshoots its trajectory. You grab it by the nostrils and slide backwards onto its neck as it continues to fly. You now have control of Vixie's direction by yanking on its scales. Um, Vixie is headed westbound towards the water wheel, towards the break in the wall. Where do you take Vixie? It's time to cool down, Vixie. <laughs> Little doggy. Stupid. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to direct it into the water, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, you all see Vixie fly towards Snack. It goes terribly wrong for Vixie, and you all hear this colossal splash. You all look to see this Michael Bay CGI like <laughs> torrent erupting from this hot spring as the water's falling in. Too uh, many lens flares. Yeah, ah! yeah, yeah. We get a J.J. Abrams tableau of the water settling as <laughs> all of the <laughs> sprinkle and mist settles into the pool. Joe is down. Vixie is underwater. And you're all waiting for the bubbles. Did Snack go in with it? Yes, he did. Snack, you are underwater with Vixie. He'll come back. Okay. What are the rest of you doing up topside? Whoa, it worked. Let's, let's break initiative. Go ahead. I want to... Tear open the ward again. Yep. And grab Joe. Okay. And tie him up with my personal rope. Okay. Yeah, you can tell Joe's breathing is is uh, shallow and rapid, and he's um, he'll die if he's not helped. I'm gonna oh, cast a healing word on him. Okay. Oh, Are you coming into the sarcophagus room? Sure. I'm going to hold on to his jar and hold it hostage in <laughs> case he tries anything. His jug. His jug. Um, okay. Um. I want to be able to smash it if I have to. Okay. Um, yeah, I cast a healing word on him so that he doesn't die. All right. He... <coughs> and he, like, looks around and sees all of you, like, standing over him, uh, you know, on the other side of the ward or whatever. He sees Uli right on top of him. One wrong move and the jug gets it. 
He shakes his head rapidly side to side. He knows he's been bested. Five Heelys. Okay. For, for Joe. Yeah, he's stabilized. And then Tibio's going to go into the sarcophagus room. Okay. Uh, is Law's body around here? You haven't seen it yet. Mm, can I investigate for it yeah, or please. something? Yep. Wow. Rolling hot tonight. 23. To find a body. All right. I'll, I'll give you this then. Law is not dead. Mm. He is about to die. Uh, he is on like the second under layer of the bridge. He tried to dive out of the way of the flames coming. Ah, uh, okay. So to like protect himself from the overhead flames, uh, he got underneath the bridge, but he is still alive. So could I reach him somehow? Um, yeah, we'll say with Emery's help, you can get as close as you need to. Yeah, okay. Emery, lower me down there. He just like like takes one hand and like whips you down onto the <laughs> lower level. <laughs> Boop. Uh, I have spared the dying now because I okay. had an extra cantrip slot I didn't know about. Thanks, okay. D&D Beyond. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, he is stable. Yeah, you see him take one big breath and kind of open his eyes, and then he immediately looks down at the ground, and you hear him say, oh, I'm sorry. I, I know this was all my fault. Oh, not entirely your fault. You're just a little loud. <laughs> I just need to rest my eyes. Yeah, take a rest. By the way, thanks for everything you did to try to resist Joe. He looks up at you and kind of squints and he says, that was you, right? What was who? The, <laughs> that orb, the, the blur. I, I saw it and I thought it must have been you. Oh, yeah, I was scrying on you guys. You gave us some really important intel. He kind of uh, nods to himself and he says, I knew it. I knew that was the only way I had to trust it. Thank you. You're not such a bad bird after all. <laughs> uh, Snack, you are still attached to Vixie uh, underwater. He is kind of like a barrel rolling at the bottom of this little lake. What do you do? So he's not calmed down at all. Uh, he still, still seems to be like thrashing against your influence. Yeah. Uh, just... In the tumultuous situation mm-hmm. Snack's in right now, the only thing he can think to do is, if he'll allow a minor illusion, mm. I'm just going to try to make the sound of the melody he heard from Tibio. He wants to see if that will calm Vixie as it has handled bad situations in the past, and that's all he's got right now. So you're playing him a lullaby and saying, shh. <laughs> Kind of, Only I guess. dreams now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the, I think the minor illusion works perfectly well. You know, you remember the tune well enough to, I mean, Tibio's played it God knows how many times, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only song he knows. <laughs> um, so you do hear that uh, echo out through the water, like uh, in the Harry Potter bath scene before the mm. Goblet of Fire trials. Uh, but you can hear this almost like whale echo under the water of uh, the sound kind of bouncing around down there. And it does seem to catch his attention to the point where he at least like chills out for a second and like surfaces the water with you on him. You can still, I mean, he's still smoldering. He's still steaming and he is still frantic, um, but he does not seem intent on action right now. He, he looks uh, exhausted and you can tell that he is. He's also near death. Mm. So <laughs> uh, I, I will use the bonus action fly again. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to float up and just lay on the thaumaturgy thick. Yeah. You know, my, my eyes are like glowing golden and um, flying in the air and trying to boom my voice again. 
Vixie, you have been bested by me, Snack. You must be destroyed or surrender to my flight. Maybe I... Maybe I... Maybe I deserve to be destroyed. I don't remember. What am I? You have killed many kobolds. Humans. Common folk all. Snack knows you did not choose this. It looks at you after you say that. As if it has some hope for redemption or forgiveness. He uh, looks at you and then references the bodies on the floor. He says, This, this was your brood. It was indeed. They were trying to flee. And yet... Vixie, I have orders to destroy you. He kind of bows his head, waiting for it. Mm. Say, Jeannie, are you busy right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Snack is... Is everything okay? It's awfully quiet out there. Yeah, we, we got to make this quick, otherwise the dramatic moment is lost. Okay. Um, so, Genie, um, giant dragon surrendering, bowing its head for me to kill it. Yep. Uh, Idris wants me to do that, okay. which yep. makes it uh, the good thing to do, I yeah, think. Okay. So, Genie, do I kill Vixie? Let me answer that question with another question. Perfect, yes. <laughs> You why not make it a riddle, actually? Ah, <laughs> uh, you solved my Vixie puzzle. <laughs> Jesus. Jeannie says, Snack, we've we've learned a lot. Yes. We know that people who pretend to be good aren't. Not all the time. Those judges, people trusted them. Just because someone is supposed to to be good doesn't mean that they always do the right thing. Snack, what would they do? And he uh, gestures kind of towards the bridge and uh, you look out towards Uli and Holly and then he turns your head and goes, not them. (laughs) 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 And he points you towards Bert and Tibby. Okay. He says, Snack, think of all the adventures we've had and all we've learned. We've learned a lot about mercy and good and evil, but at the same time, Snack, evil should be destroyed where we find it. It should be killed without mercy or hesitation. But, Snack, look, is this evil? He uh, gestures towards Vixie. You see Vixie is taking like a huge sigh, and there's like, as he does, you can see blood drifting away from him like ink in the water. Did he mean to do all of this, Snack? Does he deserve death? There must still be order, Genie. I don't know. It's complicated, Snack, but he, he doesn't deserve to die. Vixie, thank you, Genie. Yep. That, that helped a lot. <laughs> oh. As I said, Vixie, I have been ordered to destroy you. I'm... I need you to escape. I need this to miss. And then I shoot. 
Eldritch Blasts. Okay. Uh, yeah, take uh, disadvantage on each of those attacks. Okay. Um, as you finish your sentence, you see the water kind of like shudder and ripple as Vixie's wings rise out of the water, and it takes a huge flap to get out of the water. 14. Does not hit. All right. Leave it up to the dice. <laughs> do I have to do all three? Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. 21. That does hit. 21. <laughs> Go ahead. Damage. Can't I choose to do minimum damage? You can choose to do non-lethal damage. Non-lethal? Yep. Fuck. So I, I can't choose to roll a one? Correct. 24 damage. Total? Yeah. But it's all like paper cuts. It's intent. Maggie trying to couch it. <laughs> it's like a low 24, not like a high 24. Yeah. <laughs> like an icky, squishy 24. Yeah. Vixi takes off from the lake and has to get a few extra flaps in to catch himself as the extra weight from the water, but also the holes in its wing are making it difficult for him to fly. He flaps hard and makes it up towards the break in the western wall and is kind of thrashing and kicking his feet to find purchase on something. And he ends up ripping the water wheel off the wall and it falls into the lake. Uh, the trap is forever paused. Hmm. But how um, will they tell time? <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, Says Uli as the thing falls into the water. <laughs> Such a shame. What a cool piece of equipment. <laughs> you fire a warning shot as Vixie slips back into the room and uh, it misses him, but it scares him enough to get him back up on the ledge. Looks back into the room and immediately catches two of your Eldritch Blasts. You see one hit him in the throat and the other in the chest and he like lists forwards as if to fall into the lake. And then you see him almost twist backwards and fall the other way. And you can see the silhouette of Vixie flying away into the evening sunset. Says, says Fox and the Hound vibes. We're like, yeah. get, go on yeah. now, get. Don't you see we don't want you anymore? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, Snack is going to drift down onto the bridge, find somewhere dark with shade, and is going to sit against a wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll say you're, uh, yeah, like on that second layer of the bridge, just kind of chilling in the shade there. Snack, I'll grant you this perception check. Um, with that last Eldritch Bolt, something glowing fell off of Vixie into the water. I'm too sad to care right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll just leave it then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Floats down to the bottom. Yeah. All right, so back up in the warded chamber. Yeah. Um, Holly is shaking her hands to try to get the sunbeam to calm down a little bit. <laughs> it's still like strobing in there. Yeah, it's just like light. Like, yeah. um, And then she's just going to put her hands on her thighs so that the, the light is like snuffed out a little bit. Yeah. You guys see smoke developing from Holly's thighs. <laughs> I'm like, ow, ow, it's hot. Okay. Um, okay. She's going to stand like Iron Man. <laughs> you start to take off. Tibio walks up to the sarcophagus and mm. reaches out with his necromancy. Okay. Immediately, you hear as the top of the sarcophagus slides off and a giant's skeleton stands and bows to you, Tibio. <gasps> uh, hello? Uh, it kind of like rises from its low bow and it says, I am the... Wow, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, he, I stopped because he wouldn't refer to himself as the demented architect. Uh, but I am dead. No, no, he does that, but then he realizes his jawbone was missing and he attaches oh, it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then, yeah, he goes, 
Sorry, one day. <laughs> Reaches down, grabs the jawbone, puts it back in and says, I am the architect who constructed this place. <laughs> it is excellent to meet each and every one of you, though it's obvious to me now you did not pass my ward as intended. How many more of my traps did you skip? Sorry. Um, well, is it really skipping them if we got here? I mean, we just avoided them. Isn't that also sort of winning? No, oh, please, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, goes towards the ward, uh, walks outside by crouching and kind of squeezing himself through the door, goes to the other side of the ward and uh, reads the inscription across the top and says, Who is it that approaches my resting place? Kind of looks down at each of you. Uli? <laughs> Shakes his head side to side, looks back up at the inscription and says, Why, it's your younger brother. And the ward like dies down. <laughs> and then he steps back inside and says, Simple. <laughs> uh, to be fair, we did know that your brother was welcome here. We figured out the pouch. Why and didn't you apply the knowledge? We were fighting a dragon. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair... Growing up with brothers, they definitely tore my bedroom door down. <laughs> well, you're the first ones to have ever made it to this chamber. Uh, Congratulations. Uh, okay. Thank um, you. Technically, I was the first one. Holly Hyacinth, pleasure. Very good. Holly Hyacinth, you are now the owner of my treasures. My God. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, I mean, these people helped me. <laughs> Gesturing to Tibio and Uli. <laughs> Just showering more magical items on Holly. <laughs> Do with them what you wish. Um, is there anything that you need? You seem to be um, quite active. Mm, I've been waiting for this day for a long time. All I've ever wanted is someone to appreciate my traps and puzzles. They were fantastic. They were quite wonderful. Do um, you really mean that? Oh, I definitely do. The one with the water was just amazing. Was this a satisfying dungeon? Was it, it clever? It, <laughs> Say it was clever. Uh, it was very clever. It was excellent. The stairs had very many um, things that made you go bang. What were the highlights for everyone else? Oh, my goodness. Oh, uh, oh I, I loved the smushy uh, arena. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, the, the stairs that like almost kill you by throwing you? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty good at making dungeons. <laughs> How likely would you be to recommend this dungeon? <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of one to ten. <laughs> well, anyway, just be sure to reset the traps on your way out and leave some treasure behind for the next people. Um, yes. Sounds good. I'm going back to bed. And he <laughs> crawls into the sarcophagus and closes the top. And then he opens it for a quick second. And he says, oh, this is for you. And hands uh, his top vertebra, his atlas, uh, cool. to Tibio. Tibio, this is the architect's atlas. Nice. I knew there was a bone in there for you, Tib. <laughs> There's another bone in here, too, if you like. Oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, that's funny, but gross. <laughs> Holly raises an eyebrow at Tibio, like, hmm? <laughs> Sorry, I'm very lonely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I had no idea how that giant thing was going to go, but that was delightful. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> Treasure is cool and all, but we have Joe now tied up. I want to talk to him. I, I really, I think I need to talk to him. Um, 
I think that Bert is right that we need to work with him to defeat Moja. I don't trust him. Well, of course not. He is not trustworthy. We don't necessarily need to hold on to him, but I need to talk to him. My parents were trying to find him. That's true. He knows a way to free the people of Indor, and we must. I hand over the jug, and then I go digging through treasure. <laughs> <laughs> I come out of the room and take the jug, I guess. <laughs> uh, seeing that the ward is down, Bert and Emery are going to go wander into the room. Okay. What treasure do we find? Oh, hey, guys. Emery and I were just finding a dragon. What are you guys up to? <laughs> <laughs> I helped. Hey, I stopped the mind control, okay? Dealt with Joe. Ah, uh, Joe. But I'm sure your stuff was cool, too. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, I think the best way to deal with the treasure here is probably through um, texts. Holly specifically is also is going to look for money in this chamber, whether from Joe or... Um, I'll say you find some, like, fine sculptures um, together, probably totaling a thousand gold. Holly accidentally drops one of them. Okay, because 750. She, she, like, butterfingers it. She's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> And then she just puts the other ones in her bag of holes. Okay. <laughs> hey, did you drop something? Yeah. <laughs> Um, You see, uh, Joe had no interest in the architect's tools that had been left out in here. However, you lot are able to identify their magic properties. Um, In here, there is a hammer and chisel. These are the gravity hammer and the shaper's chisel. Uh, Gravity hammer is a weapon. Uh, It has a knockback effect with the hits. While you're wielding it, you can also walk on any surface, wall, or ceiling. Damn. Uh, the shaper's chisel gives temporary life to a touched object. A mass of stone, wood, or metal becomes a medium-sized creature in a humanoid or animal shape of your choice. Also up for grabs, Joe's Jug. Mm. When activated, begins pumping healing potion. Heals 5 HP at the beginning of each of your turns or 50 HP over one minute. Oh, that's sick. And Joe will die without it. Yeah. All right. Um, the Orb of Perfection. Uh, another relic from the architect. Um, it is a sphere. It is an opaque white sphere about the size of a grape that just barely glows a little bit, but it is perfect. It is perfectly spherical. It is exactly one ounce, and there are no flaws in it whatsoever. It grants permanently plus three to any stat. It cannot change owner, and the stat cannot be changed. Tibia, the architect's atlas, yeah. gives you the bone cage ability. It sends bones toward a target to pin them. Cool. Um, the DC goes up with the level of spell slot that you choose to use for this spell. You get another ability called Pain Shadow. When enemies deal damage to you, you have the opportunity to deal that same damage right back to them to make them feel the harm they've done to you. That would have been useful in, you know, the fighting a dragon, but yeah. <laughs> I'm calling it no you. <laughs> Snack, do you investigate the glowing object in the pool? After some time of contemplation, yeah. This is another dragon scale. Oh. Uh, This is a smoldering scale. While you own this object, you are immune to fire damage. That's amazing. Your fire breath attack deals an additional 2d8 damage, and its range is doubled. Why? Don't give him any more. Because he gets to be a real dragon. No, see, the funny thing is, this is the way that you fight John's O-penis now, is that... (laughs) John's (laughs) O-penis. As soon as I said it. Whoa. Anyway. You know what's so, funny is I'm not that OP. You but are. you are. No, no, no. no, no. In comparison with all of us. No. But the way that you fight that is by making him have to roll low. Yeah. <laughs> uh, OP. Anyway. You know who would love all these treasures? Snack. 
<laughs> no, do not. He will feed them to Jeannie. <laughs> okay, well, so Snack, anyway. Snack did a brave thing just now. And Let that gets, dragon go. He just got a really cool scale. Joe goes, so, uh, what's, what's going to happen here? Well, you and I are going to have a conversation. Meet my lawyer, Tibio Femur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. <laughs> Those two sounds together yeah. actually yeah. needed to be it. Yeah. <laughs> Executive producer Dick Wolf. <laughs> yeah. um, Tibio crouches in front of Joe in all of his bone armor glory and tilts his head and says, Do you really wish to defeat Moja? Is that really what you want? It's what needs to happen. I agree. Your method does not work. We need to work together. I can't trust you. I cannot trust you, but we can trust that we know that this is our goal. After that is another story. I, I'm done. I'm not fighting anything. I'm not doing this again. You don't need to fight anything. Tell me how to free the people of Indoran. Joe looks you like dead in the eye and he kind of like moves his weight and shuffles a little bit. Is he tied up? Yeah. He is tied up with 63 and 3 and 3 sixteenths okay. feet of personal rope. <laughs> All right. Uh, you see him uh, fumbling with something like around his like waist with his hands that are like tied down. I yank on the rope. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you yank and he like falls off to his side and what he was dealing with like falls onto the floor abruptly and you hear this clinking tibio. Um, I'm going to investigate that. Uh, yeah, you grab, uh, it's a literal belt, a bandolier that he wears. You pull it off of him as soon as he loosens it. Um, his pants fall down. <laughs> <laughs> you pick it up and examine these small, uh, elite looking vials. Each of them are sealed with wax and they have this, like each of them have little gold decals painted on them. This looks to be like Joe's private reserve, a bandolier of seven incredible potions. He says, Use them however you need to. I'm not going through this again. This suffering for nothing. No appreciation. No understanding. If you fail, it's all over. But at least it's not my damn fault. I tried as hard as I could. Joe, you do not understand. I have faced Moja myself. He'd be dead. I have pushed him back. Mm, Give me a um, uh, persuasion. Fifteen. He shakes his head powerfully side to side. He says, if I couldn't do it, there's no way. You know what, Joe? You're right. Tibio couldn't do this by himself, and you couldn't do it by himself. We're going to do it by doing it together. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking friendship, isn't it? <laughs> he says, you're all going to rely on each other. Until one of you skips rank. Until one of you doesn't come through and then it's all fucking over. How can you trust that? We love each other. We've done all of this together the whole time. No mind control. No mind control. No backstabbing. No beetles. We all know how important this is. It is the world at stake. It is not just us. I'm going to cast Minor Illusion and make a little image in my hand of my parents. Mm. Do you know these gnomes? He looks down at the ground. Do you know them? What do you want me to say? 
Did you talk to them? I knew from the second I saw you that you were one of them, whatever they were. We talked. They wanted help. And what did you give them? Some information. Tell me. Tell me what you told them. They wanted to stop this, and I told them where to find Moja. And they found him. In in Vindorn? He nods his head. Did you give them anything else? Did you tell them anything else? They they weren't prepared. They he's got them. Tibio nods. He'll get all of you too, if you're not careful. He's already tried and he has not succeeded yet. If you have a cure for the people who have been infected, who are under his control, you must give us this, but then you do not need to have any other part of it. Joe nods his head towards that belt you're holding because he can't move his arms right now. Mm. <clears throat> he says, number seven. You look at the belt. The last potion in there is this faded pinkish liquid. He says, that's rose water. It lets you control other people in the same way that vampires control their lineage. It's made with vampire blood, but in order to get it to work for me, I mixed it with my blood. This is what Moja fears the most. He uh, somehow fishes a uh, little journal out of his pocket and shows you his recipe book. He points to a line in there and he shows you the vaccine for vampirism. I reach out and I grab that whole damn book. So if this is what you were using on people, how is that going to help us? I had to change the formula. I found the cure for vampirism, and from there, that's where I discovered how to use it for myself. Or, if you can find out who controls Orzo's lineage, it'll break the chain of command. Mm. So someone's in control of Orzo? Someone made Orzo. He looks up at you and he says, potentially, but we don't know if that vampire is still alive. Right, there's a bigger bad besides Orzo. Right. I just built boats. How did I end up here? I just wrote books. That's how it goes. We can't always choose our fate, but we can choose what we do now. Tibio has the journal and the bandolier and stands up. Joe has done many terrible things for a, a good goal, ultimately, but still terrible. I do not know who he should answer to. Hmm. I started creeping up probably around this point. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll say that Snack caught this last bit here. Uh, with the ward done, you can walk right in, Snack. But uh, Jeannie also catches um, what's being said here. And uh, Jeannie says to Holly, Holly, do you remember what the uh, jail cells looked like in Tildry? In Tildry? Yeah. I was thinking we could give Joe a one-way trip. Sure. Uh, we pin a note to Joe's chest, <laughs> to Joe's jug lung, because <laughs> we can't keep the jug because we're not going to kill him. Right. That yeah. that would have been the. There were a couple like optional treasures here. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that one if you're going to let him live. Mm-hmm. I mean, once he passes, it would be very useful. We put two notes on Joe. One says to jail, 
love us. And the other one says, Do not when, when dies, this belongs to. When dies, <laughs> when owner dies, mail to Engelbert Wisherspoon. Perfect. If I found an empty cell, portal, I just portaled it into like four cells until I flew up. Sorry, wrong one. Oop, oh, next one. Okay, found one that's empty. Also, so. in retrospect, Tildry should do something about letting people portal in indirectly instead of tail cells. We're asking way too many questions. <laughs> okay. We send him to jail. Goodbye, Joe. Joe, like, steps through the portal and he's looking at all of you and he says, I'll see you all again when Orzo wins. And then the portal <laughs> closes. We Thanks. did it. Thanks, everybody. We made it. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. I'm Tim, your DM and your genie. I'm Hannah, playing Holly Hyacinth. I'm Thomas. I play Engelbert F.F. Wisherspoon. I'm Tara, and I play Tibio Femur. I'm John. I play Snack the Cobalt. And I'm Maggie, playing Uli. Dear listeners, thank you for sharing this story with us. If you're wishing there was a way to support us, that's right, you can. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at peepop underscore podcast and leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening. You can even help us out with a small donation at buymeacoffee.com slash peepup. Sincerely, Bert. <laughs>